and welcome to Humans of Agape. We are Agape Europe, a community of people who make Jesus known so lives are changed and Europe is transformed. We want to bring spiritual hope and help to people from all walks of life. I am your host. My name is Jochen Geck. I lead Agape Germany's digital ministry, Glaube Digital, and I work in Berlin in our city hub. And I'm curious to hear about what God is doing across Europe. In today's lockdown lore, we once again want to take about 10 minutes to hear from one of our famed humans of Agape, who shares one story, one idea, or one verse that seem relevant for this time. This month on our social media, we talk about knowing Jesus in a deep, intimate way. And so we ask today's human of Agape to share how she experiences that and what we can learn from it. This time around, we travel to one of my favorite cities, Freiburg, Germany. We'll hear from Tini Horning, who does staff development for Germany and Western Europe and is Germany's TPD coordinator. Here comes Tini. Okay, true confession right at the beginning. My two top strengths, achiever and learner. Achiever. I love ticking off boxes. I love getting things done, love being busy, and I can do a lot. Learner. I, I out myself here and now as a nerd. I love learning more. I love developing. So imagine what that means or could mean for my relationship with the Lord and or how I, how I live out my faith, wanting to possibly do more things for God, wanting to know more about him. So how did it come to be that I would share about intimacy with God? Well, I'm not quite sure either. It is an interesting journey, and I'm still on the way. My first year on Stint in Freiburg, Stint is a short um, farm for short-term international internship with Agape Europe. And I did an internship in the student ministry a long time ago. I came fresh and unexperienced, and I was happy to do anything. With little experience, I thought I would actually learn in any area, see the achiever and learner. Well, I ended up with the last responsibility that nobody seemed to want, prayer. Hmm. What was I going to do with that? Kind of thought it was boring. What do you actually do with prayer? Where do you see the results? So... I started organizing prayer meetings and early ones at that. Not being a morning person, but I thought at least I could get some things done and I had more time to invest in students, which was a passion of mine. So I remember enjoying the people with whom I prayed and the breakfast and the slight sense of satisfaction in praying for the same students continually. And in just a short time, something happened. God worked. Something that I couldn't achieve or I couldn't have checked off a box in my own strength. My heart grew for the students, not just those with whom I was praying, but for the countless others who would pass us with a coffee in their hands and a dazed look as they stumbled to their next class. I longed for them to know who Jesus was. Wait a minute. The topic is not a heart for students, but an intimacy with God. But stick with me. We'll get there. So 
Also, as a part of my role in charge of prayer, I started a student prayer time in the prayer house here in Freiburg. This was a regular time to pray for students. Because I was planning it and nobody else was with me, I chose a time that worked for me, the afternoon, when most students had classes. So it was sad at first, but I was often alone for two hours. But again, God worked. I mean, James says in chapter 4, verse 3, come near to God and he will come near to you. So while I love connecting to the Lord through worship music, God didn't bless me with musical talent, unfortunately. So I would spend two hours in the prayer room with instrumental music worship in the background, just me and God coming closer to God. And while I did pray for the students, I realized that just sitting there, or sometimes even laying on the ground, I was overwhelmed with an incredible sense of peace and fullness. For once, the to-do list and the nerdiness disappeared, and I was content and overjoyed to just be with the Lord. What an incredible gift. So what is intimacy with the Lord anyway? Do you always have to lay down in the middle of a prayer room, or do you have to get up early to achieve it? Certainly hope not. So here's the nerd and learner interlude for all the learners out there. The definition from Webster's for intimacy is something of a personal or private nature. Webster's lists synonyms for intimacy as belonging, chumminess, a closeness, familiarity, inseparability, nearness. I don't know about you, but if you add to God to all of these synonyms, They sound like a pretty great thing to achieve for. Listen to them. Belonging to God. Chumminess with God. Closeness to God. Familiarity with God. Inseparability. Nearness to God. So you often ask me to share practical ways of how I experience intimacy with God, and I know I often tend to want to know what to do as an achiever. But I have to say I don't have the answer Intimacy with God is something that I eagerly run after. But even in thinking through what I would say for this podcast, I realized that two of the worship songs I've heard consistently sing of a desire to be to and know Jesus. So I desire it, but I don't think I figured it all out. The lyrics that have went through my head for the last month, really, for example, are turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face, and the things of the earth will go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. I don't know about you, but I feel like this is something, it's like the Lord reminding me, hey, come into my presence. There's a lot of darkness in the world, but in his face, there's glory and there's grace. So I think what each of us needs or can do to grow in intimacy with God is as individual and unique and creative as each one of us. For me, it's been a journey of trial and error and some gracious surprises along the way. So I'll start with the things, the errors, the things that didn't work. So as I said before, I'm a learner. I love learning new things about Jesus. I love digging deep into the word of God, listening to sermons, doing online courses. So it's helpful for me to, in the knowledge of the Lord, And I'm often in awe of what I learned and happy to share it, but it doesn't necessarily bring me nearer to him in an intimate way. 
Similarly, and embarrassingly enough, small groups. I'm a people person. I love getting to know people. I love praying for people. I love connecting with them on a deeper level. I love seeing how God uniquely made them and hearing what's on their hearts. And in a small group setting, this can get in the way of my really focusing on being close to the Lord because I want to be close to and therefore the Lord. So let me be clear. This does not mean that small groups are not beneficial for me or for others. Again, I can learn about the Lord with and from other people. I can experience him in fellowship, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a major contributor to my nearness, my intimacy with the Lord. Some things that have helped for me, I already mentioned, like worship music, music in general, lyrics that stick with me, that speak to me in my everyday life and in my quiet time. Also, just being before the Lord, finding a place apart. A prayer house is great. A retreat center is great. But even better is just a place in your everyday life, a comfy chair, a corner of your room, a chair outside, nature, just a place where you can come before God without an agenda, without a prayer list, without a Bible reading plan, just being quiet before him and seeking his face. Also traditions and symbols. I have started a couple years ago lighting a candle whenever I spend time with the Lord or lighting a candle before meals or when I'm with friends just to remind me that Jesus is there. He is near even when I don't necessarily sense him. Liturgy as well, repeating simple phrases with depth. For example, Jesus, you are here, and I am also here. Just repeating that, placing emphasis on different words, waiting to see what he might want to say, enjoying his presence, repeating it over and over, being quiet. The surprises of intimacy Pockets of them in the day have came to me in the mundane and in the interest that I have. Shouldn't be a surprise because God knows us best. He knows us most. He knows what we enjoy. For me, it's swimming. And I know as soon as I start swimming, I can connect with the Lord. I can speak with him. I hear from him. It just happens. What is that for you? What do you so enjoy? And are you aware that God is there consciously? Do you talk to him while you're doing it? So these are examples from my life. I am continually and consciously on a quest toward being more intimate with God, to growing in intimacy. And I pray that I would never be content in how close I come or how much I feel him near me. May I ever seek to be closer to him. And for all of you achievers out there, I have a bonus motivation for growing an intimacy with God. Reiner Harder, the leader of the prayer house in Freiburg, often talks about out of intimacy comes authority. I like to think that the more intimacy we have with God, the more we can confidently serve and share about him in full force, achieving more for his glory. But remember, that's only a side effect. So I wish I could hear your experience in being intimacy with God. Maybe it is in some of the same ways, maybe some different ones than what I've explained. 
I invite you to join me in continually trying out new ways to connect with God. This is sometimes called spiritual pathways to God. Might be familiar to you, might not. If not, you can Google it. Spiritual Pathways to God with John Ortberg and try out different pathways. See how you connect with the Lord. In closing, I close with the words of a worship song that's near and dear to my heart. The more I seek you, the more I find you. The more I find you, the more I know you. The more I know you, the more I love you. Lord, maybe you be filled with a passion and a strong desire to seek you above all else. May we find you in the quiet, in the noise, in the busy, and in the rest. May we know you more than we know our closest friend. May we love you more and more each day. Amen. That was Tini Horning, who does staff development for Germany and Western Europe and is Germany's TPD coordinator. And she lives in Freiburg, Germany. If you like this podcast, why don't you take a minute and send a message to your friends to recommend it to them? And it would be really helpful if you could share our Instagram stories. Speaking about social media, you can find Agape Europe on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok and Instagram. Or check out our website, agapeeurope.org. I'm Jochen Geck, and this is Humans of Agape. See you next time.